All right, everyone, welcome to a new episode of Homemade Ops, a new yet another. Hopefully you're not bored of our finance talks and all of our legal jargon and all this kind of crap. Well, let's go ahead. We actually have a full episode for you today, so let's dive in right into the content. Okay, so we're going to do a quick what did we watch this weekend to uh, get you hyped for the episode today. So we're talking again about another old movie. And we actually watched it a little while ago, but I was just remembering it today for some reason. I don't know. It popped in my head. Maybe I think we were watching Indiana Jones and it made me think of this because it's another Harrison Ford movie. We love Harrison Ford. We do. And it's the movie What Lies Beneath. Now, some context behind this. Once again, it's a movie most people have seen, and I have not. I had not when I first saw it about, what was it, another, about a year ago. And I found out, I thought it was fantastic. It was very mysterious. It was, it totally had this great twist in it. It was really exciting. I thought it was just a very creepy, it's, it's a, it's a scary movie, but it's kind of a thriller scary. It's not like horror, you know, freaky. And it was just eerie. It was very good. And I found out, and it has okay reviews. And I Todd explained to me that they it was mainly because of the uh, ad campaign. So if you haven't seen it yet, quick note, don't watch the trailer. Yeah, don't watch Just the watch trailer. Just watch the movie. So some context around this. So when this movie came out, like people saw the trailer, and the trailer revealed way too much about the movie. And so when people saw it, they're just like, what in the world? Come on. And sometimes, and the trailer also kind of misled people to see what the movie was or whatever. So when they saw it, it was a little bit different than what they expected. Um, so this movie is a thriller. It is a thriller, a mystery thriller with some scares in it, kind of a ghosty type thing. It is really terrific. So if you go watch this movie, and it's actually developed kind of a cult following after because people have since watched it and gone back and they actually realized this movie is actually pretty good. <laughs> but when it first came out, people were expecting something different and also the it was kind of spoiled, like what happened, that kind of thing in the trailers. So when people saw it, they're like, okay, we know what's going to happen, blah, 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 wasn't as entertaining. So with Kimberly, we said, nope, you're not going to watch any trailers. You're not going to watch anything. Just know it's a suspenseful thriller with some scary, spooky stuff in it. And she liked it a lot. And I do too. This movie, I think, is a fantastic movie. It's a lot of fun um, and very clever. There's a lot of cleverness to it. And that's why since the movie has been released, it's developed such a cult following because it actually is a lot better than what the reviews gave it at the time. And even reviewers have mentioned that. Reviewers have since gone back and said, yeah, I'm going to, this is actually a pretty good movie. <laughs> Just shows you the power of advertising. So if you're one of the blessed people in America that have not seen the trailer and haven't seen the movie yet, Go enjoy the movie. It's really fantastic. There's there are few movies that have shent like shent <laughs> that have sent a shiver up my spine, and this is one of them. There's one spot in this movie, and I won't spoil anything. No worries, no spoiler alerts or anything like that because we're not going to spoil anything. There's one spot where there's a shiver literally went up my spine, and I was like, "Whoa!" It's a really good movie. And I have a rule that if a shiver goes up Todd's spine, I don't watch that part. So I have not seen. I know what happens, and I close my eyes. <laughs> it's a good movie. So go ahead and check that out if you have some time. Okay, so our topic today I'm really excited about. It sounds kind of funny, but it's about how to avoid getting screwed. And we're actually going to talk about this for a few episodes. And the reason why is because there are many times with your finances um, and in your life when you can get hurt. 
Now, this can happen either because of illegal acts or legal acts. A legal act would be someone violated a contract or committed fraud or did something that they shouldn't have contractually to you, screwed you over, didn't pay you money when they owed it, whatever. And then or legal acts that are just kind of shady or dishonest and that it may be totally fine, totally legal, but it's just it's just me. <laughs> or they know the process better than you and take advantage of your ignorance. And that's that's the problem too. If you don't know how to play chess, the person who does is going to screw you every single time. So even if it is legal and you don't know how to use something, you can be taken advantage of. So it can also be out of malice or ignorance. So maybe there's a, a good person out of ignorance or maybe not even out of ignorance, but just their own self-interest. They're, they're not trying to hurt you, but the situation turned out poorly for you. Um, or out of malice where they are trying to hurt you. <laughs> and you like Todd even gave that example. They know the system better than you or they don't care about the law. So those are kind of the different combinations. And I wanted to give you a couple stories. So one example of one that's not illegal um, but is misleading and annoying and kind of out of selfishness of someone who knew the system better is we a long time ago uh, moved into an apartment. We were pretty newly married and uh, the fees were a lot more than we expected. So they disclosed that we would have to pay these CAMS charges, which is common area maintenance charges in our contract. But, and they gave us kind of a rough estimate they'd be, but the estimate was way off and the fees were way more. So our rent was significantly higher than we expected. So they didn't contractually say these would be the fees or these wouldn't, but their estimate was a lot lower. And so our understanding of what we thought all the, our total rent and all the fees would be was significantly lower than we thought. But guess what? We signed the contract. Signed the contract. So we were uh, like obligated to actually pay those even though they told us something different. But they said, no, in the contract it said they can be up or down. An estimate's just an estimate. So story number two is we actually had friends who, uh, again with apartments, a very common place where you can get hurt, <laughs> is they had a contract um, with an apartment. And that apartment, and then there was, there were, I'm, I'm trying to remember the exact story. Oh, yes, they were going to move in in a couple months. So they kind of got it ahead of time. They said, this will be your rate. This is when you'll move in. And then that the apartments got new management. So they got new managers come in. And before they even moved in, they said, we're not going to honor that. The rent's actually going to be this. Can you believe that? So imagine you already put money down. You already put, which they did. And I hope they're okay with us sharing the story. Uh, we won't say who it was for safety and privacy. But they uh, they put money down. Uh, basically saving their place saying this is going to be ours. They reserved their position and their price. Management switched and the new management said, ha, 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 we don't like those terms of that previous contract. We're going to screw you over and say, nope, you have to pay the higher amount. You can see that in businesses a lot. When businesses are sold, you know, you hear about acquisitions happening. Another company comes in and says, well, we don't need a quarter of this workforce. You're all laid off or we're going to change how everything's done. A lot of times with new management, once again, maybe not necessarily legal. And depending on the situation with the apartments, whether there was a contract in place or not, you could kind of get some gray area there. But that's another situation where, you know, you're at us or our friends or these people going through, they're not trying, they're not just being lazy. Like, oh yeah, I'm not going to read anything. I'm not really going to know what's going on. It's just kind of a misunderstanding where you get hurt. Another really great example is, as you guys know, I've worked in accounting for several years and there's a idea in accounting, a principle called bad debt. What this is, is that every company, every single company on the planet understands that you will have bad debt at one time. And that means people who are supposed to pay you that you've done services for and sent them an invoice or sold them goods and they don't. 
And so you have a provision for bad debt usually. And that is illegal. If you also want money, you don't pay them. Well, <laughs> then that's illegal and it's wrong. And so every single company experiences that. And it's really frustrating to see. And it's really sad to see. And unfortunately, I've in throughout my career, I have seen some very egregious examples of that. People who, yes, please, pro- I promise I'll pay you. I promise I'll pay you. And they don't. And it, it's pretty horrific. And this can happen out of... Um, Malice. A lot of times people are there just rude and they won't pay you or they're shady and that happens most of the time. Or maybe the company just goes out of business and they don't pay anybody because they go bankrupt. And they just say too bad, so sad. This is one of the largest motivations that Kimberly and, uh, Kimberly and I had starting this business and podcast, show, course and everything is because we are sick and tired of the small man, the small woman, the little guy getting screwed over by these over and over. Because one of the biggest complaints that I have, and we have family that are in law and a few other things too, so I, I got to be careful what I say. <laughs> but the problem with our legal system now is maybe you have a case where you're thinking, oh, let me go after them. If they screwed us over, I can just get a lawyer and get them, right? <laughs> well, guess what? In order to get a lawyer, you have to pay 200 or 150 $200 an hour, and it takes a long time to get that kind of justice served. So you have to pay way more money to get your money's worth. So more than likely, you're just not going to be able to afford a lawyer, so people just get screwed over. They can't go after anybody. Justice is served for people who can afford it. People who have actual money can afford lawyers and then lawyers will actually serve you at that point. Before normal people that don't have, you know, thousands of dollars to pay out of their pocket to make sure they can go sue somebody for that money back if a contract is breached or whatever it may be, you're screwed. You can't do anything. You can't afford any of that. And at that point, it just doesn't become worth it. So our legal system is flawed in this sense. Our legal system is flawed because it does not protect the little man. It protects people who have money. So what we are here, what we're here to do for you is help you avoid these particular situations. So when that happens, you don't get screwed. We had a we had to take a business law class in college. That was really great. And we had an awesome professor. And he said something I'll never forget, which is nobody wins in a lawsuit. So even for people, you know, with these deep pockets and they get in the law, it lasts a long time. It costs a lot of money. And something that's interesting about businesses is you will see this um, in their business choices. And what I mean by that is a lot of times a business will get into a legal situation. For example, some say someone owes you thousands and thousands of dollars. You may determine it's better for you to write off to bad debt. That means just say, I'm never going to collect the money. It's, it would be more expensive of you uh, to get into court. I once heard a situation where um, there was a company trying to collect from a business, and they went to the collections firm. There's people who go out and collect, and they said, hey, this guy owes us thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars, I think it was actually. And the collections attorney said, get in line. At that firm, there's tons of collection firms they were had multiple people trying to get money from that person. So you're going to go to that and say, well, I can pay a lawyer to go after this person, but I'm never going to get any money. So is it worth it at that point? And so you get screwed because of somebody's terrible action or bad action, whether it's because they're ignorant or malice or both. <laughs> so it, you're, you're screwed over by them. So the best method to prevent this is prevention. You want to avoid those situations rather than getting into them because the law does not have your back when you get into it. So 
as we've kind of talked about, it, it breaks our heart. Like we've had friends tell us these situations. I've worked in accounting and seen this over and over and it just makes my blood boil because there's dishonest people and not only are there dishonest people, there's just bad things that happen. Companies don't pay their bills because they run out of money. They go out of business. People lose jobs. It's really sad. Even with coronavirus, tons of people have lost their jobs and then all of a sudden they can't afford their mortgage. So either out of malice or not even meaning to, bad things happen to people. Bad things will happen to you in your life someday. Bad things happen to us and we hear these stories. And as Todd said, we want to talk about over this episode and the next one, what you can do to help protect yourself a little bit because that is the best thing that you can do. So, Knowing that these situations exist and it's an unfortunate fact of life because we live in a world where everyone is motivated by self-interest, including ourselves, um, it's important to just recognize that these exist and not be naive to it. So no matter what kind of economy, country, or time period you live in, know that people are motivated by their own interests. I mean, you can see this back to in the Bible, Cain and Abel, or Sam, the, my favorite example, Samson and Delilah. Please just tell me what the source of your strength is. I won't hurt you. And he just gets seduced by Delilah, you know? There's, and guess what she did with that information? She used it right <laughs> against him. We, we all make it hard for each other. Let's be real. And you can see it with countries. There's dictators in countries, either if you're in a free economy or if you're in a communist economy. You can see people doing bad things everywhere. Um, I actually read kind of an interesting article. It was on CBS News, and it's uh, just searched top 14 financial frauds of all time. It was kind of a funny article, uh, to be honest. Um, it was written really kind of goofy, but um, it. I just glanced at it, and it was funny because the very first example was from, like, the Roman Empire. And it was famous examples of fraud from the Roman Empire through now. And so it just shows that this fraud has existed. So I think recognizing these situations exist and not seeing yourself as a unique victim is very important. Not thinking, oh, all these bad things always only happen to me. And it kind of helps you feel better too. Like, I'm not the only one. And you can kind of realize this happens to a lot of people. It's helpful. And also it's helpful to not be naive and think, oh, you know, it's not won't ever happen to me. It's probably fine. That's a really damaging mindset too. So what do we do about this? These things happen. How can we fix this? So we're going to talk about a few strategies as we talked about over the next few episodes. Today, we're going to talk about strategy number one, which is to have proper expectations of others. This is something Ton and I've actually been talking about a lot lately. And this is some mindset that he actually taught me and I thought was really, really useful, which is why I wanted to bring it up on the show. So uh, the first step to having proper expectations of others and how you can avoid getting screwed in your life by having this mindset is to be realistic. So here's an example. If you see a rattlesnake, what do you do? Do you go up to Rousnake and say, hey, what's up? Pet it, <laughs> kiss it. Think no. that was, oh, I, it's a pretty <laughs> snake, right? It won't bite me. You don't get near that thing, right? And if a rattlesnake bites you, do you get mad at the snake? Like, I cannot believe that rattlesnake bit me. How could he do that to me? You can. You can, and that's sad. <laughs> but the problem still is you have venom it in your is. body going through your bloods, you know, your heart's pumping it through the rest of your body and you're going to die. <laughs> and, and it's the idea of you can't get mad at the snake for biting you because that's what snakes do. And it's a little bit of Jade attitude, but you must expect that people will do dumb or bad things. And you can also see the inherent good in people. I'm always amazed. I love reading stories, especially one of my favorite time periods to learn about is World War II and learning about the amazing courage of the people back then. And you can appreciate that about humankind. But for yourself and in your life, 
you got to kind of think of people like the rattlesnakes. And if they do something to you, um, I realize, you, you know, you don't have to have, like I said, a negative outlook on people in the world. But um, what I realize is that you can waste a lot of emotional energy by getting mad at people for doing bad things. This is one of the most important topics that we can probably discuss. When I was younger, I have been screwed over so many times because of this very thing that Kimberly is talking about. I am an eternal optimist. And when I was younger, I was an ignorant optimist where I would just be like, people are good. I love people. People won't hurt you. I can shake somebody's hand, make a deal with them, and they'll honor that transaction. They'll honor that deal that we made. Now, time and time again, people have taken advantage over me and Kimberly and a lot of other people too because of this. We have said and we have thought that people would honor their morals. They would honor their deals that they said that they would actually engage in. But here's the sad fact of life. A lot of people out there are not good. Now, I hate to say this because I am still an optimist. and I like to see the good in people and I still do to this day. But we need to be realistic with these scenarios. If there is somebody swinging a bat and let's say they hit the kid with the bat in the corner or like the snake, for example, the snakes bit someone before. If this person is swinging a bat and they've hit people swinging the bat, you could think, oh, they're a good person. If I walk next to them, they won't hit me because they're good and they're never, they wouldn't do it to me. They might've done it to other people, but they won't do it to me. Well, guess what? You walk next to them and bap, you get hit in the head with that bat. And you are now saying, how dare they do that? You get mad at them. Yes, you can get mad at them and maybe it's justified, but guess what you did? You walked up to them. You walked up to them thinking or expecting a different outcome, but so you didn't look at them realistically. You didn't look at them for who they were. You looked at them and said, they're different than what they're actually doing. Their actions are not a representation of who they are. That is wrong. You need to be careful. You need to defend yourself. Yes, you can see the good in people, but bring that realism inside uh, in, as a part of your life. So that way you can expect what is going to happen better and you can avoid pitfalls. You can prepare yourself so you can still be friendly, be an optimist, see good in people, but you don't walk next to somebody swinging a bat. It's the idea of protecting yourself by not being naive. And it's not your fault. Like if you get bit by a snake or someone hits you, obviously that person did something bad. And you can acknowledge that. What you can do is you can acknowledge that they did something wrong and say, that was wrong. But don't waste your emotional energy on saying, oh my gosh, how could they do that? I'm so shocked. I'm so appalled. You can say, you know what? They're a snake and they bit me and that was wrong. But you know what it is? That's what they are, is they're a snake. And that's what they did. And so it kind of helps you get over that a little bit is having the proper expectations of people. And then like Todd said, it allows you to protect yourself because instead of being naive and thinking no one's ever going to hurt me, you can say, you know what, that guy's swinging the bat. Maybe I shouldn't walk next to him. <laughs> Maybe I should be more careful. And this analogy can apply to every inch of your life. What about friends? What if you have a friend that insults you all the time and if they, and they, and they just, they're very dark around you or maybe whatever reason. It could be because of jealousy. It could be because they're just a mean person or maybe they're prideful or maybe they're too proud and like to put people down in order to build themselves up. There could be a lot of reasons for it. Well, why do you keep going back to them? What about an abusive relationship? Why do you keep going back into that abusive relationship? 
They're snakes. They are the person swinging the bat and you keep expecting a different outcome and you're thinking, oh, they will change. One of the things that Kimberly and I have realized the most in this life, most people don't change. There are a very precious few that do. There are a very precious few that do want to change their uh, their lives to become better if they're in a bad place. And I think most people that are in a bad place want to, but they don't realize the damage that they have done in order to get out of that place. Uh, if you have somebody that steals, well, maybe they're not stealing anymore. They have successfully overcome their stealing. That is awesome, but look at the past. Look at all the many people they have stolen from in the past. Those people are hurt and damaged. So. The goal then is to avoid that situation so you're not the one who gets damaged. And I think the next step of that is recognizing that the only person that you can change is yourself. And so, for example, there was somebody who said something kind of hurtful to me where it may hurt my feelings and they'd said something similar to that before and it's kind of this same thing that always makes me feel bad you know, from this person. And I don't think they really intended to, but it's just something that was kind of offensive to me. And it always hurt my feelings every time. And then Todd was, when I were talking about this example where he's like, look, you know, you can't take it personally because you have to realize that that's who they are. That's what they do. And that doesn't reflect on who you are. And I realized that I have to recognize that what that person said or did is wrong, but just recognize that that's who they are and I shouldn't expect them to change. I shouldn't expect that because I'm going to waste my most precious resource, which is my energy, on somebody else's problem, on something that they're not going to change because I have zero control if they're going to change that. But I have control over changing myself, and that's truly the only person you ever really have control over. The best thing about this mindset is you can become liberated from what other people think about you. It's the minute you have expectations. I know this is kind of a... Because so if there's somebody swinging a bat or there's a snake, you avoid the snake. Now, what happens, though, when you have a relationship with that person, and you see them often? Ugh. <laughs> that's a little bit more tough. Now, we're not saying that you can't be nice to someone. Of course, be nice. Always be nice. You don't be the person swinging the bat. Okay. You be the good person. You can look at inward and you make sure you're not causing problems or hurt to other people because your actions do affect others. They have ripple effects, everyone. Be careful. We need to make our society better and uplift each other more. But we also need to be realistic and avoid those situations or other individuals that cause hurt in your life. We got to be real. We got to be realistic. So when it comes to this whole point, um, a strategy that you can do to if you're in a relationship with somebody or if you like what I mean by relationship is not necessarily dating, but maybe a family member, a very close friend, whatever it is. And you see this person often and you can't really get out of it. Well, Remove your expectations from them. I know it's kind of a pessimistic view, but don't expect them to be nice. Because if, if again, if that person's swinging a bat over and over and you walk next to them and you get hit, you're going to be disappointed and sad. So instead, what you'll do is remove your expectations from them and then your feelings won't be hurt as bad. So if somebody says a lot of hurtful things, uh, remove your expectations that they're going to change and say something nice and just expect them to say something rude. So when they do, you can shrug it off and say, eh, that's just who they are. They're a snake. They're going to say rude things. And at that point, you now have the power because you're not offended. And I think the hardest thing for me about that, adopting that mindset, I've had a lot harder time adopting that. And the hardest thing for me was thinking, well, what they did was bad. 
and what they did was wrong. I should be offended because that was inappropriate. And we're not justifying um, that, oh, what they did was okay. What we're saying is you can acknowledge and say that was wrong and that was bad, but I'm not going to allow it to personally affect me. So with your finances, if somebody does something wrong to you, I think that's the hardest part. Like you guys know we had an issue with our basement flooding and there was, we won't get into details of that today, but there was a lot of misleading things that ended up costing us a lot of money that we shouldn't have had to pay. Um, That was not great. And the hardest thing about it was not the money. The hardest thing about it was like the emotional strain of it. I mean, obviously the money was horrible, but it was the idea of owing more money than we expected. But the idea was that we got worked or that, you know, somebody was misleading or that we had this issue. And with our friends who told us about the apartment, the hardest thing for them, they ended up finding a different place and it worked out fine and worked out better. But it was the fact that they were misled, that they were lied to, that they were deceived. I think the emotional component of dealing with financial issues is a lot harder oftentimes than the finances themselves. So hopefully adopting this mindset can help you overcome a lot of the biggest burden, which is the finances, allow you to look at objectives and say, look, there are snakes in this world and there's bad things that happen, but if I adjust my expectations and we're gonna talk about the next episode, have some preventative strategies in mind, I can protect myself. So this is a very crucial point, everyone. It's so hard to do because it's a different balance and you have to evaluate every single scenario differently based on what you're talking about. If you're t- So there are some times where you definitely should go after them, especially if it's a lot of money. And so you need to have a sound mind in order to decide if you should or shouldn't. One of the hardest feelings on the planet is having an injustice occur against you when you're in the right and they get away with it. That is one of the worst feelings on the planet and that's what happened with our basement. It was very clear, we had a lawyer tell us and a bunch of others that other other parties were responsible to pay for the particular event. And we were in the right, but we got screwed over because other people knew how to work the system more than us. That's what we're here for to help you. We're here to help you avoid these situations so you don't end up screwed like we have. Now, of course, other people have had horrible, horrible stories. So we're going to go ahead and uh, talk about this next episode, how we can prevent these from happening, because that is the best way to avoid these issues is just turn away from the person swinging the bat. Don't walk anywhere near them. And if you can identify those indicators that sometimes can be hidden for somebody who does have malice intent or even somebody that's ignorant that doesn't know what they're doing, you can now avoid those potential problems. So that's what we're going to be talking about next episode. Hopefully this helped. Um, I know so many of us are good individuals there. Always be optimistic, okay? Have hope for the world, but at the same time, be smart on how you approach it. So when you walk outside, you don't get screwed or hurt in the future. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on this episode of Homemade Ops. Uh, We're super happy to have you all there. Please share with us your stories. Be a part of our family. We're going to be the safe zone for y'all. If you have something to complain about, talk to us because we are family at this point. And we'll see you next time on Homemade Ops. The information shared on our show is for educational purposes only and is not intended to be advice. Reach out to a professional for your specific situation.